Welcome to How To Feel Better with me, Ruth Kudzie. How You Feel Better is an inside job and we're gonna be delving into ways that you can enhance the way that you feel about yourself and lead a happier and more fulfilling life. I'm Ruth Kudzie, a master certified coach, best-selling author and coach trainer, and I'm delighted to have you here. Behavioural change. Coaching is all about changing behaviour. And self-coaching really is the same. The reason that we examine our thoughts, our feelings, our emotions, is because we want to look at how we can change them. So it's always thinking about awareness first, insight, and then that's so what. So today, I'm going to be delving a lot deeper into behavioural change and how it happens. And it goes without saying, behavioural change is not something that happens instantaneously. It is, of course, something which takes time. And it's complex. So when you're thinking about changing your behaviour, really what you're doing is you're working with your brain and your nervous system to embed new neural pathways. So effectively, you're rewiring your brain. You're changing the way that your brain works. And I always say our brains are simple and complex. What we're thinking about is embedding the learning so we're creating new rules. We're creating new, if this happens, then that happens. And this is not something that we can just do overnight. If you think about the way our brain is wired, we naturally go down those routes that we go down the most frequently. The more that we use a neural pathway, the stronger it becomes because we are developing those links and that causation that if X happens, Y happens. So many of our neural pathways have been built and embedded over time. They have become habitual. So we will be behaving a certain way, responding a certain way to different triggers, both things that we see in our environment, things that we're thinking, things that we anticipate happening. And therefore, when we're looking at re-engineering those pathways and creating new ways of being, thinking and doing, it's going to take time. Now, the way that coaching works is not about dismantling old pathways. It is about building new pathways. And the premise is that when we build a new pathway, if we are using that pathway again and again and again and again, we are strengthening the links. Neurons that fire together, wire together. So what we're looking at is creating that insight, which we can do when we're self-coaching as well, And that insight is a catalyst for looking at those new pathways, for getting those neurons to fire together. And this is where the power is. I always say that coaching is really, it's really like the personal trainer for our brain. So if you think you have a personal trainer and you see that personal trainer once a week, that's great, but you're not going to get lasting change once a week you need to do things on your own. And this is the same with coaching. 
Coaching is great about giving insight, but if you can support coaching with self-coaching, with focus, with effort, with motivation, then you are really building those neural pathways. So this is about repetition, focus, awareness, and it's about doing things in a small way. I was reading an article by David Clutterback recently, and it was talking about personality and how we have this belief that our personality is quite fixed. However, we have the ability to change any element of our personality if we have that motivation. But what you notice is that that change needs to be gradual. So we're going to give you an example. I'm somebody who is very direct in my communication most of the time. And when I'm under stress, this goes up. It amplifies. I become more direct and more directive. Now, over the years, I've realized that this is not necessarily helpful. Yes, some people respond really well to directness. Some people like the fact that there's no ambiguity. But other people can think directness is rude or blunt. And therefore, it doesn't work in every context. So what do I do? Well, I modify my behaviour. And how do I do that? Well, I start to recognise what my triggers are. I start to recognise what my bodily response to stress is. I start to notice those signs that are telling me that actually there's something else going on. And I think and consider what are the things that I can do pre-communication? And then who am I communicating with? And what kind of message works best for them? So this is about modification based on audience, but also modification based on awareness. And over the last three years, what I've been able to do is modify my stress response. And what's that meant? Well, actually, it's meant that the people around me are happier. It's meant that I'm not having to go back and apologise for sometimes direct communication, which can be taken out of context. And it's also meant that I've become more adept at managing my stress response and noticing when I am close to going into a triggered event. And obviously, that triggered event was taking me down a particular neural pathway, was making me behave in this typical way. But we can break that. We can change the way those imprints in our brain, so therefore our typical behaviour changes. It becomes atypical. So what I encourage you to do when you're listening to this today is to consider, where do I really want to adapt my response? Where am I maybe behaving in ways that are unhelpful or thinking thoughts that are unhelpful? And what could I do as a first step? Again, this is a great place for self-coaching, reflecting on, okay, let's look at this week. Let's consider where maybe I've had conflict or maybe I haven't communicated as clearly, or maybe I'm just not feeling that good 
about a particular incident. And then let's have a think about what a better way of behaving, a more helpful way for me would be. And when we're there, let's reflect on what is the first step that we could take? What is the new thought that will underlie that behavioural change? So we can see it as you know, the iceberg where we're looking at our behaviour on the top and we're thinking about what we want that to become. And then we're going to, okay, so if we're going to behave in that way, how do we need to be thinking? And what do we need to be feeling? And who do we need to be? What identity do we need to be embodying to behave in that way, to think in that way, to take that action? So really what you're doing is you're thinking about the roots of that behaviour and what they need to be in terms of thinking, emotions. And then from there, you're building that chain. But you're starting small. You know, the deeper the roots, the more solid the tree. And the great thing about behavioural change is it takes time. But actually, with the privilege of time, we are able to course correct. So when we are in that behavioural change moment, we can think, this isn't making sense. I'm not making progress. But often it isn't that we're not making progress. It's that we're not measuring the right thing. So what I encourage you to do is to not only reflect on what you're going to do, but also to start thinking about those actions that you're taking and measuring and reflecting on those actions and thinking about that learning. Because the more that we consider learning, the more that we're able to reflect and move forward and build the the cognitive flexibility and the neuroplasticity to change, the more that we are creating the conditions for change in our brain. So I encourage you to spend some time really reflecting then identifying and then putting into action. It might be that you're working with a coach. If you do want to work with a coach and you want to work with a coach pro bono, get in touch as our students offer that as a service. We may also want to consider how we are self-coaching and building up that incremental small change because over time, that is what builds a compound effect. So I'd love to know any questions that you have and what you are focused on changing in your brain with your neural pathways this week. I hope that you've got some practical things that you can take away so that you can feel better. If you have enjoyed this episode or if you've got any feedback at all for me, hop on over to Insta, find me at Ruth Kidsey and drop me a message. I will be delighted to talk to you. Take care.